Beyond Menu, our podcast, The Scariest Things. Votre entrée dans les tendances et les tropes du genre de l'horreur. C'est épisode 151, d'horreur français. Je suis votre hôte, Liz Williams, et je suis rejoint par... C'est moi, Eric Lee. Et, and, uh, Mike Campbell. <laughs> Good old American Hello. Mike Campbell. Hello, mon ami. <laughs> Voulez-vous coucher? <laughs> Avec moi. <laughs> All right. In case I totally slaughtered that intro, this is episode 151, and we're talking about French language horror. Shout out to Chris. Could be Belgium, Cleland. could yeah. be Moroccan. Yep. Shout out to Chris, our Patreon, for his excellent suggestion. It is a great. It is it a great. Get on my good side. Yes. Well, Chris is one of our favorites. He is yep. probably. Yes. He is one of. He he absolutely listens to every single one of our podcasts and will give us feedback. And he almost always. I don't know if he's ever like totally bagged on us yet. Oh, I, well. at, at no, some point, Chris. Yeah, guess, well, give we it can, time, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming tonight. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll may, let you down. We may worry. not have done Chris justice tonight. Yes, and and so also yeah. Chris likes the extreme film, so. We're gonna we'll have a couple of them. We got we're gonna have a couple in here. Oh, will we? French lends itself. Mm. To oh, that. will we? Oh, we. I think so. We. We. Bien sûr. Yeah, uh, uh, Liz is of the three of us the only one who's had even a smattering of French. Mine, mm -hmm. my French is limited. <laughs> we were joking about it. it's like I can do Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> oh. But that's that is about it for me and Mike. Mike's not even Zero. gonna touch that. <laughs> Zero. I'm not doing a Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. But Liz, you also have you also have sort of a not not only are you interested in French horror, you are interested in the country and all things. Yes. You, you, you would you call yourself a all things French a francophile? I would indeed. Uh, and when this episode drops i think i'll be in france oh there you go still. yeah so okay yeah. perfect timing hopefully you... they won't throw me out after they hear the uh intro. <laughs> i'll be spreading the good news yes. of uh the scariest thing you at least williams no you cannot <laughs> yeah. come in Madame. <laughs> yeah, denied <laughs> you have besmirched the french hopefully they'll let me stay hopefully uh yeah so i do i love the french cinema i love french food i love french culture clothes yeah. do wine go Recommendation well, when you're going, since you're heading out there, I caught, um, there's a, there's a new museum, um, that's a Frank, it's a Frank Geary museum and it's one of the best things oh, he's ever done. Right, and I'll it, have to look it up. And it was for, um, uh, Cartier and, um, oh, the, who, the Moet and you know, all the, yeah. it's like it, it's sort of, it's the front, it's right in the, in the heart of Paris. It's going to be unmistakable, but, um. There's a it's a it's one of the the crazy new modern museums that you know it's, like, it's is it, it the, the is Pompidou it is, is it haunted not though? yet but oh. I think I think Liz, Liz Liz can yeah. Liz can help out with that by yeah. like pushing someone over you know, a balcony rail. <laughs> I looked up some like you know what should horror fans do in France and in Paris and it's really just go on the catacombs tour which yeah. oh I've right been right right in the catacombs I've seen an ossuary also in other places yeah. and once you, you've seen a pile of bones underground you've seen all yeah. the piles of bones have you seen the above, found so footage film as above so below I just did I for have this not. it's Amy loves it 
Okay. Yeah, she's our found footage fan. Uh, oh. It, it, it kind of double sucks. I, I reviewed it for the podcast yeah. a couple years ago, yeah. and it does. It kind of double sucks. It, I think I gave it around two-ish stars. It, it gives you – I'd give it two stars. It, it, it is claustrophobic, yes. It has about probably five to ten minutes of actual footage within the catacombs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then it's like uh, the dumbest decisions a bunch of spelunkers and archaeologists could ever do. It's like, oh, that tunnel collapsed. Keep pushing forward. Let's go in there. Let's yeah. keep going. It's like nobody ever comes back from this hallway. Let's do it. It's like, oh man. And plus, it's in English, so it technically doesn't qualify for this round, but it is French. Right. So yeah. So let's let's go over the criteria for this episode because uh, we I I think we all understood the assignment. So we were looking at French uh, foreign language films. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not. Like films that were directed by French directors in America, or mm-hmm. anything else of the kind, yeah. Correct. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, just it, so we're clear. Just so it, we're clear. I think it, I, it was it was limited to it's, it was just it was French language films. However, yep. you want to play language. that out. Right. Um, right, right, right. So it's not. And so there, I saw another one which was uh, the Night Swallows the World, which looks a very. Oh good, yeah. Uh, but that's in English. Yep. Uh, so it's oh, like, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad I didn't watch it then. It, it's a it, zombie film, so that's a, not it's a, my bad. It's a very but. slow, quiet zombie film. Very, it's it's sad and lonely. It's a sad and lonely zombie. And it made the best Paris, posters though. of the year, according to the Scariest Things podcast, yeah. 2018. Cool poster. Awesome poster, but it looks almost exactly yeah. like As Above, So Below. They both it's, have an inverted. It's just flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like because yeah, yeah. like, I went in there and I got <laughs> them at the same time, and I was like, I just picked this movie. No, it's not okay. There we go. Yeah, they look the same. Yep. So, Liz, uh, tell us why yes. you love uh, the because in addition to doing this for Chris, this is actually a sideways way of also doing this for Liz. Yes, absolutely. Liz yep. loves herself I think some Chris French. Chris is on my side. The extremism. This is also yeah. This is this is all. I, I'd say it's a bit of a bull baiting thing on Chris's side to see <laughs> to see what I'm going to do on my because I'm not yeah really the to French get extremist. Eric to watch Martyrs is probably <laughs> what he did. But wait, uh, did you did you watch it or should we even disclose that? Well, I, I'm not going to disclose okay, anything. Okay, we'll okay. see what you guys mention. All right, all right, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's see. I did all French films for our holiday uh, episode. Pa- I did Paranoia. for our director's yeah. showcase. I did Pascal Logier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where um, most of his are in French, but some are in English. Right. I have a dead list of the top 10 French language films because I got some Belgian hits in there mm-hmm. because France and Belgium, since they're right next door, they do a lot of co-productions. So mm-hmm. You're always going to see those. Um, I have Martyrs on the top, top, top of my top 25 mm-hmm. list. And I don't know. I like them because it's a good way to practice my French. And like, <laughs> Ooh, I could I understood that without reading the subtitles. I could go into the other room and still get what was going on. So can you can you like actually are, is your French good enough to actually be able to sit down and watch a French foreign language film, no captions, and kind of understand what's happening? Kind of. And if I could slow it down, then I could probably get most of it. Okay. If they speak too fast. Okay. Now, have you ever seen the first, uh, not only one of the first horror films of all time, one of the first films of all time, the first horror film ever made is a French film. Did you guys know this? 1896, uh, 1896 The Haunted Castle, also no. known as 
House of the Devil. <laughs> True story. Ty it, West, total ripoff artist. Ty West, I know, I know huh? total ripoff artist. Yeah, it's a 1896. It's a three-minute short film. Um, the man, the manner of Diable. Um, and it was directed by Georges Millet. I'm oh, totally wow. butchering yeah, that. Wow, George Millet. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, yeah, from the Earth to the Moon. From yeah, 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 yeah. Who is yeah. like the man. Right. And so many people consider it to, to be the first uh, horror film ever, 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 ever uh-huh. made. First, mm-hmm. not just first French French language film, but first horror movie. This is where it all started. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you guys seen it? Nope. No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, look it up. Liz, <laughs> get to Liz, it. Liz, Liz doesn't watch silent movies. It's on my list. No, I mean, it's not. Is on it my list. available to watch on the internet? On yeah, the you can. TV? You can find copies okay. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Then I'll have to watch it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, bef- um, I'm interested to see what you guys picked because this definitely is my bag. <laughs> I picked uh, three films that I not only have never talked about. This is the first time I've seen them. And I'm gonna rank them in order of extremity. We'll start off. Did you do? And so you did all extreme horror? No. Okay. No, I just tried to do all new. I wanted to give something for people to watch. Here, you know what? A lot of the French extreme films that I haven't seen is because they have a lot of rape revenge films yep. over yep. there in yep. France. Yep. They sure yep. do. Uh, and that's not my big thing. Yep. And actually, another one of the movies that I thought about including, but I forgot that it's Revenge. Uh-huh. Revenge. French movie yeah. done oh, in English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really yeah. good. Rape Revenge yeah. movie. That's actually, I think it, yeah, sets a, it, uh, it's, it sets a high standard for it, but it's a hard watch. Sure. Same, what was the, the other one? 29 Palms. Uh, that's one, too. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, like French Deliverance, but mm-hmm. it's in English. So you know how I know how I normally say okay. Uh, up next, we'll do we'll we'll cover that topic. We, I don't think not we'll, we'll this be, topic. Yeah, rape revenge no, films. We're, we're, gonna, not, pa- we're gonna pass. <laughs> gonna pass. Scariest yeah. thing says. So, so Mike, no, no, thank you. So Mike, how, how does how does your <laughs> roster shape up in sort of roughly speaking? Like what? Ah, uh, well, because I was very deficient in French foreign language films, I tried to cover the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch some Pascal Loger, uh, per Liz, because I know she's a big fan. I liked everything I saw, uh, although he does, you know, I think obviously his more famous films are in English, mm-hmm. but I covered stuff, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. 2000s, and mm-hmm. beyond. Okay. I, I tried to cover the, the widest possible range of French foreign language because I didn't know what I was getting into. So I I picked a pretty broad sampling okay. of French foreign language. Okay. Uh, I also did I, I did a lot of lot more watching and I spent I actually because I've been uh, my internet has been uh, crippled. <laughs> I've been watching going down to movie madness and picking yeah, up other DVDs. DVDs. Unfortunately that the when there there is a French horror section and it's only one row. I know. And it was like, I know. Ah, it's a little because it's probably spread throughout. Yeah, I else. will tell you one movie that is not on the list, which Ooh. they had multiple DVDs of. What? Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh, yeah. La Pacte de Loup. It's a beautiful movie. But I have it, a ugh. soft spot for that movie. It's oh. not very good, but yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater with my friend Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave, I think he listens. <laughs> and we were like, this isn't great, but I came out and I was like, man, but the sound was so good. And it won like an Academy Award for sound direction. Yeah, and it looks, it's a sumptuous it movie, but it's, but it's just like it's not good. He's, this like, the acting was so bad, and they had, they had, they had uh, the Iron Chef, uh, the the what is it, John Dos Cascos, 
playing a mohawk. And the guy's <laughs> Filipino, I think. It's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but, All right. Well, right. instead of talking about what you shouldn't see, let's talk right. about what you yeah. should yeah. see. Because so I, I, I have a whole list yeah. of stuff you shouldn't see. Yeah. I, I did, I've, I've got a, an absurdist one. I've got an action one. And I've got an extremist, extreme one. All right. All right. So. Liz, you want to lead us Liz. off? Tell, tell us, tell us where off. we should start with yeah. French foreign language horror. Okay. I will kick it off with a 2020 film called La Nuit, The Swarm. This is available for you to see on Netflix. And this is kind of a little bit out of my comfort zone of what I really watch. So this is directed by Juste Philippot, and it stars Sir Elaine Brahman, Sofiane Kham, and Marie Narbonne. Okay, this is about a single mother named Virginie who lives in rural France with her two kids. And she's been trying to raise locusts for protein as like alternate food sources for humans one day and like livestock. Yeah, like where this um, is going. <laughs> yeah, this is food yeah, and insect like, horror. Yeah, yeah. Her daughter's like, oh, mom, you're so embarrassing, like all this. And uh, <laughs> so she's struggling to make ends meet. These locusts are not, I guess, reproducing, making enough locusts to keep her. Uh-huh. I mean, she's harvesting them. She's <laughs> cooking them and grinding them up. So um, she's in the locust tent one day, cuts herself, falls over. You know, it's kind of passed out. And when she wakes up, there's locusts on her. And now they have had a taste for human blood. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, the tables have turned. <laughs> the tables have turned. And as the locusts are now multiplying at an alarming rate and getting bigger, she has to continue to supply them with blood and insect horror ensues. Um, the scariest thing about this movie is the sound of the locust. You're a bug person. Then maybe you'll like this, but Oh God, I was yeah. like chills up and down my spine every time and- she went into this tent. Cause they're like in hanging bags. The bags look like, um, you know, those heavyweight boxing bags, but yep, instead of being bag, filled yeah. with whatever they put in there, it's filled with locusts. Oh. <laughs> just, uh, swarming around, shaking the bags, and oh my God, it's gross. And but are the, lo- are the locusts like controlling her mind? No, I wouldn't no. like that, but okay. no, they're okay. not. They okay. are just not hungry for blood. Thing. They yeah. don't care where they get mm-hmm. it from. Okay. And of course, they're going to get out because they're the swarm. Oh, yeah. nice. yeah. well, the, yeah. when wasn't yeah. there yeah. Uh, the there was a 1970s movie called The Swarm? Yeah, yeah. Was like yeah. we talked about yeah. that on Insect was Horror. The bee, the yeah. bees, right? No, bees is a totally it? different one. Yeah, but but what was the what was the what was it a swarm of? Was it a swarm? It was a swarm of bees, but the bees is a different yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is Locust, and this one is available on Netflix, and it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like. You know, kind of more creature feature type things. Is it locust or locusts? Or loci. Or loci. <laughs> loci. Don't no. know. Okay. It's lo- I'm saying I locusts. 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 Yeah, okay. I would. I would guess so too. Okay. But if There's it's in a French, whole bunch of them. Yeah. You drop the T. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you just don't pronounce. Yeah. You don't pronounce the T. <laughs> I don't know the French word for locust. I do not know. Uh, it's it's really good, and the actress who plays um, the mom. Uh, is also the star of a series that I put on one of my my top ten lists of like international series called Zone Blanc, which is means white zone, but they really mean like black zone where you don't have a cell phone signal. So oh, lost in oh, translation cool. there. 
Okay. okay. Well, that's that is a classic trope of hey, my phone my phone yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, right? yeah, my yeah, for sure. Work. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a base that's horror. a baseline baseline criteria for a lot of horror movies. It's like we're gonna cut you off from your connection. Yeah, to the you world. gotta cut you gotta so. cut someone off. All right, who's up next? Uh, Eric says I am. Uh, so it's them in French. Would that be il il uh, il <laughs> il? Uh, so this is a 2006 French Romanian horror film directed by David Moreau and Xavier Palou. Uh, this, of course, is Them, uh, and I loved it. I loved everything about this film. I don't know if you guys saw it. I loved mm-hmm. even just the opening title card, which is a total throwback to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they tell you that this is based on real events. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the film tells me that, I am in. I'm a yeah. sucker for that. <laughs> Over and over and over and over. And the funny thing is, speaking of uh, not having cell coverage, the film starts with a mother and daughter out driving in a deserted country road at night. Um, <clears throat> the car goes off the road. The mother and daughter are arguing. Uh, the daughter tries to call out, but the call is uh, her call is. Um, uh, she, she's she's not able to complete the call. Uh, there are strangers that attack the car, and she is strangled to death. Fast forward uh, some time, and Olivia Bonamy, who plays Clementine, she's a young teacher. Uh, she's recently moved uh, from France to a remote uh, country house near uh, Bucharest, Romania. Mm-hmm. Her and her lover, Lucas, played by Michael Cohen, are simply sitting at home. I mean, it's the film is very much uh, like uh, The Strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's not a lot of lead up to it. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of exposition. Did, did we talk about this in our home invasion one? Was Ill's? We talked about it. Um, it I, I have it on my up. top 10 list of French language films. Okay. And we might have talked about it in we Home did Invasion. We talked about it, but I can't remember. Might have been Home Invasion. I hadn't seen it. it. it mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it, it really is the perfect home invasion film. Mm-hmm. It, it is a really, really incredible film, and uh, I'm not going to spoil... Yes, we did. Who? Oh, we did, okay. Yeah, so I'm not going to spoil who is, and hopefully you didn't you didn't either, no. Liz, when we talked about this previously, no. uh, who spilled a spoil... I'm not going to spoil who is the home invader, but the home invader is actually quite surprising and it's a mm-hmm. little it's a little shocking does it does it make sense in context does it did, did they build it it's, up properly? yeah totally totally um and it's true yeah i did some research to be like what really and well yes. the one so the one Ish. thing i read said yeah it's it's a true story it's supposedly based on a story involving an austrian couple who were murdered by three teenagers while vacationing in the czech republic but uh, according to the internet, there was no concrete evidence that's emerged to prove the tale exactly. Of course. So, so it might be like Texas Chainsaw on that. You urban know, legend. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, that was about Ed Gein, and Ed Gein was not in Texas, and he was not part of a family. Yeah. Loosely there's, adapted. Yeah, there's, right. a, there's a wide <laughs> right. swath of based territory on based story. on. Yeah, right, like, right, right. We got the names right. Right. Yeah. The thing that uh, I, I, did, I did read one review, I think it was on Rotten Tomatoes, and they said that uh, them proves that a lack of gore does not mean a dearth of scares, and it's totally true, because there's, there's mm-hmm. no gore in this film, and it's all ten. Mm-hmm. Much built nice. up in the same way the strangers is built up, but mm-hmm. it's it's I think out of all the films, and we'll talk about the other films I saw. I, I think this is probably my favorite of mm-hmm. all the French foreign language films I saw. Okay, them oh, two thousand six. 
All right. Well, for mine, I've I'm I'm going with a and, and a name that may be familiar to you, Quentin Depew, who is um, the director of Rubber, right, and Mandibles, right. He is an absurdist. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, this is Deerskin from t- 2019. Have you heard of Deerskin? No. It's. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It is weird, and it's fun, and it gets. And and for a while there, this is another one of those kinds of movies uh, akin to something like Audition. It's like, where's the horror going to start? When's the, and then it comes, right? right. But right, it's right, right, um, right. But it's it is. It, it doesn't have sort of that fourth wall winky kind of a thing that Rubber did. Yeah, where it's mm-hmm. a very self conscious about it. This one's just throughout. Just it, it's 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 a weird story. Um, but uh, I think he borrows a lot from. I, I like it because he follows in the footsteps of the European New Wave directors like Jean-Luc Godard, uh, to a degree, Francois Truffaut, who actually uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino says is a hack. <laughs> and then and Federico uh, Fellini, who's Italian, of course, but, but all these kinds of things where it's this highly expressive, um, almost to the point of being silly um, uh, stuff. And the story is there's this odd down-on-his-luck man, Georges, um, who uh, has been kicked out of his house by his wife. He's gone, he's pretty much broke because he went out and he bought himself a, a deerskin jacket for over 7,000 euros. And he's obsessed with this thing. Um, it's got tassel fringes and it looks like something coming, <laughs> it looks like something com, coming out of. It's out a of, sweet jacket. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and, and he's a, it's like, it's a killer style. Is what he so it's, refers it's to. White, it's white snake appropriate. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah. and so he thinks, he thinks it makes himself, I mean, he's this kind of a schlubby middle-aged guy. But it's set in the present day. Set in the present day. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's, and he's headed to like, I think probably the French Alps in this yeah, remote, yeah. remote town. And he's staying at this, at, at this, uh, this lodge. Um, and, He's he doesn't have anything. He, he like he's 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 a loser. He doesn't have anything. He has no skills. Mm-hmm. But along with the, the 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 guy he bought the jacket from also gave him a, a, a like a a video recorder, a cassette video recorder, mm-hmm. right? And so he goes to a bar and he's just hanging out. And and these two women, uh, he goes, uh, "Are you admiring my style?" And then it's like, <laughs> "No. What do you do?" Uh, I'm a director. <laughs> and he's like, uh. and he's like, he doesn't, he's not a director. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he ends up actually just having conversations with his jacket, filming himself talking with the jacket. And the jacket <laughs> has been talking back to him, telling him that it wants to be the only jacket in the world. And is it's desire to have all other jackets eliminated and destroyed. Oh my God. I gotta see. This. And, and so, so it goes back to the is, the, the, is the jacket ominous. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. The thing that's ominous it's is a he's, brown suede it, tassel jacket. And, and, yeah, and he—he just—he's—he's talking. Clearly, he's talking to himself. He's just—he's nuts, right? Um, but you know, in his mind, he's talk that 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 he he thinks the jacket's telling him things. Does and, does he seem ominous or nuts? Yeah. Or, okay. Well, not ominous. He's not just ominous. he's just weird. Okay. He's, he's a weird guy. Okay. And it's and it's he's cringy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah. then he comes up to the barmaid and named uh, who's Denise, played uh, by uh, Adele Hanel, um, and she said, and when and and she goes, hey, d- hey, director, and he goes, uh, and she tells him that 
she has some amateur editing skills and she'd love to edit his movie. And he was like, well, I don't know that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, uh, and she goes, just give me the, send me the tapes. And then he gives him the tape, the tapes. And it's just him, you know, talking to the chair right. and then putting on the jacket and preening. Right, and, right, right. And so it's like, well, she thought it was kind of weird, but eventually the jacket get, he, he, he starts interpreting the jacket wants more. And so he starts getting out there and he he doesn't have any money so he convinces Denise that she needs to empty out her bank account so that he can get money for the for the movie production nice. because his producers are in Siberia and they can't give him the money. Right. And what he does is he gets money and then he pays people to to, to look into the camera and say I will never wear a jacket again in my entire life and they take their jackets off and a pile of jackets and they stuff them in the trunk. And then and he gives them some money, and they say, okay, give me my jackets back. And he goes, no. And he, and he drives away with the, with the jackets, uh, which is all – so it's, it's, it's just kind of weird like that. But then eventually it comes to the fact where the people start saying, no, I don't want to give you my jacket. Right. And so then he goes, oh, you're going to give me your jacket. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts killing people <laughs> to get their jackets. Oh, no. And, then the, the, and it's sort of this kind of a thing where he just and – then, and at first he keeps it kind of quiet on the down yeah, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he shows it to Denise, starts watching it, and she's she has either a sick streak or she thinks it's special effects or something because she's not. Yeah. Uh, but she goes, we should get more of this kind of stuff. She's watching the killings. She's watching the killings. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then he just goes. Denise, come and then on. It was, then it was like. Tops off the bottle. Here we go. I'm going on a. I'm going on a killing spree with a. He he makes he makes his big blade out of the ceiling fan. Uh huh. And he just starts going to town on the locals, and they're just like just decimating the local population. Is he wearing the jacket while he's doing? Oh, absolutely! And then and she buys him like of course matching pants. I don't know if he didn't want to like sully the jacket. Well, he gets very nervous about it. Like he he starts putting a plastic parka over top of his jacket so he doesn't get the blood on it. It is it is it is wild. It's weird. It's one of the it's as a story goes, it's about as weird as you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is it's fun. Famous, famously for being weird. Yeah. Actually, saw his late. He's got another one coming out later this year. But his one, Incredible but True, was just at Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Did not review it because it is not horror at all. But it's Mm -hmm. about people who buy a house in the basement. Is a time portal where you go forward in time twelve hours, but your body goes back in time three days. So a lady (laughs) thinks she's going to get younger and become a model and live out her (laughs) dreams by going in and out of the thing. This guy's imagination is so wild. The pew is just yeah. Because for those of you who don't know, we've talked about rubber a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But That's it's a killer it's tire. A, it's a killer, yeah, a tire <laughs> with psychokinetic like killing abilities. Right, right. Yep. And and then his he did one called Mandibles, which I reviewed yeah. for I think it was Popcorn Frights a couple years ago, which had uh two two idiot characters raising this gig- this house fly the size of a dog. Right. And right. Packing it around with them and trying to, you know, it was just that again, weird, weird stuff. Quentin Depew, it, it's a, it's an acquired taste. His movies kind of look mm-hmm. kind of like desaturated and bleached out. It's almost from the Wes Anderson school of stuff. Sure. Right in the way that it looks. Um uh, but yeah, for those of you who can handle a little bit of weird yeah. absurdism, check out Deerskin. Yep. All right. I'm gonna check that one out for sure. Okay, my next film is increasing in intensity. And when I was watching this, I was like, this is kind of like adulting horror. This is like what scares you now that you're a homeowner and (laughs) people who are like married with kids and dealing with the day in, day out of life. And this film is available on Netflix under the title of Get In, but it's called Fury in French. And Get In... 
doesn't really make any sense. Fury makes a lot more <laughs> sense. Um, okay. And this is written and directed by Oliver Abu. And um, this stars uh, Adima Nian as Paul and Steph- Stephanie Kelliard as Chloe. And these are the Diallos. They're a husband and wife who are going on, or they go on like a um, caravanning vacation and they let their school-age child's teacher and her husband stay in their house for the like two months that they are on the road in their camper and when they get back the teacher and her husband will not leave and they now have inserted their squatters rights on their house so these people are living in their camper now down at a trailer park who's run by the wife's ex-boyfriend from high school trying to figure out how to get these people out of their house now you've got the guy who runs the trailer park and he's you know, a macho guy covered in tattoos, you know, mm-hmm. used to date the girl in high school. And he's talking to the husband. He's like, man, you did this to yourself. You're being a victim. You got to be a man. You got to stand up. You got to do this. And they form this friendship of, you know, this, the husband is kind of he, a meek guy. He's a teacher. He's not a tough, hard drinking guy who like that. He like this other man, but he's being egged on by this guy and his friends to do something about it and get these people out of his house. And uh, it does not go well. <laughs> um, the, this has been, uh, he said it was inspired by uh, 1970s psychological thrillers and most notably Straw Dogs. Oh, yeah. And, Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. It doesn't go there. Are there any, that would not are there be any, why I would recommend this film. Are there any cats in the film? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, no. good. 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 <laughs> it doesn't go straw dogs uh intensity, yeah. but it is really really good and uh you know, just imagine going on vacation telling your friend they can stay at your house like yeah, just pay my cable bill and keep the lights on, that's your mm-hmm. rent and they're like, "Oh, well now we have squatters rights at your place <laughs> and you can't come back." Mm-hmm. So, and you're dealing with that. It is so uncomfortable, the tension. Yeah. It, it's yep. really, really, really good, and I, it ratchets up to an eleven at the end. I can totally Ooh. see how the anxiety of it's like, hey, hey, guys, yeah. come on, you just it's like, no, uh, nope, yeah, and and, nope. and then nope. it's like, yeah, because you could put yourself like like you were saying, it's it's a relatable thing. It's like that because it's a betrayal, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, and what what do you do? Like like when if I invited Mike to take care of my the Kirby dog. Yeah. And then Mike just goes, And then Mike was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm taking yeah. your dog. And it's like, no, come on, man. Yeah. Give my dog back. But, that, but that, I took care of it for two months. I bought so it's the like dog they're, food. They're, so therefore, it's, it's like mine dog. now. Yeah. Yeah. As long as your dog, uh, as long as your dog continues to pee on my feet, you can keep your <laughs> keep your dog. I'll, I'll keep that, uh, that that he's been trained to do that. I hope you know right. that. So, but you only. Right. <laughs> That's Mike pee on his but, feet. Um, this film is really really good. I definitely recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's from 2019, and on Netflix, it's called Get In. I can only think they called it that because. Get out. Uh, the tough guy <laughs> says to oh. the husband one time, like, get in, man. Like, we're going to rip shit up. And, <laughs> and it doesn't go I, well. I don't know. Like, it yeah. Well, but yeah. And, and you can't. Call, and there's another movie called Fury. So that's 
uh, trying to uh, yeah. get, get that's, that's the Brian, well, this is Fury F-U-R-I-E oh there's so there's been multiple Furies there's the Brian De Palma horror film which I reviewed for the scariest things podcast one T from 1977 okay yeah this is a good one all right next film I am going to talk about is a little film from 1955 which many people think is the precursor to the French New Wave movement this is Le Diabolique oh yes released in the United States as Diabolique. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a rough translation. <laughs> uh, the thing that was interesting to me because it's it's really plays more to the thriller side than the horror side, I guess in the in in the you know in the contemporary sense. But mm-hmm. uh, I thought one of the really interesting things was that after the film the the or the the book was written uh, or the, the the screenplay was written. Uh, that uh, uh, the the French director Henry Henry George Clouseau, he optioned uh, this the screenplay, effectively preventing Alfred Hitchcock from making the film because Alfred Hitchcock apparently was very very mm. interested in the mm. screenplay, and a lot of people think that this was in part what helped inspire. Uh, Psycho. In fact, uh, Robert mm. Block, who is the author of the novel Psycho, credited uh, Diabolique as his all-time favorite horror film. Oh, which I thought that was a kind of an interesting little twist. But the film itself involves this uh, boarding school in France uh, that's run by this really tyrannical and horrible, horrible individual, uh, Michel de la Salle. Uh, even though the the boarding school is owned by his wife uh he is cheating on his wife with one of the other teachers at the boarding school but here's the interesting thing so instead of the wife like being pissed about the whole thing she and one of the other uh the other teacher that he is having the uh affair with they decide to sort of team up and slowly but surely um pick away at the husband However, un- <laughs> unbeknownst to the wife, uh, who has a whole series of ailments and heart problems and everything else, uh, it's really the mistress and the husband that are the ones that are have a plot against her. Mm. I think I can say this now that the film, you know, the film's from 1955. Yeah, so, I think, uh, yeah. spoilers on a 70-year-old film. Yeah, we can have spoilers on a 70-year-old film. The film concludes in a really, really shocking scene, which I think is where the horror comes. Basically, he is lying in a... <clears throat> they, the, the two women, uh, they plot to kill the husband. The tables are turned against the wife. Uh, the husband does not die, but they, she is led to believe he is dead. He is lying in a bathtub, uh, apparently uh, drowned, but in fact he is fully alive he effectively raises from the dead 
She is so shocked by it, she has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Scooby-Doo moment at the end of the film where the, the, ins- the inspector, Inspector Clouseau, comes yeah. in and says, oh, you will do 15 to 20 years for this. Um, you know, they, 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 they are caught immediately. They, they don't get away with the crime. Well, that's a, that, that's still the Hayes Coden effect. Cause right. you cannot, criminals could not get away with the crime. Right. Exactly. The Hayes Code. Exactly. But here, the, the really great thing about the film, I love, I love, I love, I love the, the very last bit of the film is that there's a little boy playing a little boy at the school. He's playing with a slingshot, and he said, when asked, like, where did you get this? He says, oh, Christina, who's the woman who died of the heart attack, he says, oh, Christina gave it to me. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, so it it is, I will tell you, it is a very, very slow burn. If you are used to only watching contemporary films and you have no stomach for the 1950s, then stay the hell away from this film. If you have an open mind and are willing to try something a little different. If you and, like the Golden Age stuff. Yeah, if you like the Golden Age stuff and you want a slightly different take on on horror, this is a really great film. And by all accounts, I mean, the guy who friggin' wrote Psycho says it's his all-time favorite horror film of all time. So guess what? It's a horror film. Yeah, five years later, no, Psycho, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years, yeah, five years later, Psycho. Yep. Did you uh, watch? The, didn't they remake this with? They did Amanda with Sharon Fertilli? with Sharon Stone. Yeah, oh, Sharon I did Stone. not. I did not watch the remake. No, 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 no. I stayed yeah. the hell away from yeah. the remake. Yeah, and I've never seen the remake. Never saw the remake. Okay. Yeah, yep. I haven't either. Diabolique, nineteen fifty-five. Diabolique. All right, so my okay, Eric. my second film is uh, I didn't realize that it was a French film because I'd seen some advertisements for it when sort of uh, it, it was on my my um, Amazon watch list. Oh, um, and then it's like it's French, and then I realized oh they did a they did a dub version. It's like well I'm going to watch the French version. Yeah, uh, and it, this is a uh, an action horror movie called High Lane. Which is Hi, uh oh. Is there is there a gas station? No, oh. no gas station. <laughs> Sadly, my one of my stop? one of my favorite yeah. tropes. No, it's this no is a, this is a, a climbing uh, rock climbing horror Sweet. movie. Sweet. Um, in uh, in there there are a group of um, five young uh, French. Uh, you know, very pretty. Uh, this is this is sort of a classic. This is if the hills have eyes. Was French. This is kind of what they would do. So they had there's there's um, there's a there's this group uh, who heads out to the to Slovakia. Uh huh. Right, because the French probably go. You know, Slovakia. That's like essentially West Virginia. Right, right, right. Right, right. which is yeah. no slight to either Slovakia or West Virginia, but or hey, France or France. <laughs> France but that's big, called, that's, um, like a connection between like American hillbilly horror and French hillbilly horror yeah. and I was reading some stuff about it and they were saying like you know with uh, Appalachia here or mm-hmm. Appalachia mm-hmm. you know French settlers things like that so mm-hmm. maybe yeah. dig into that so uh, this has so Chloe, Loic, Guillaume Fred who gets the yell Fred a lot because Fred is the yeah. he's, he's, he's the lead climber he's the most athletic mm. he's the one who's, who goes we're going to climb this round it's like Looks like they closed this round. Why did they close the round? Oh no, it's it's perfectly safe. Let's do this. Let's do this round. Um, and uh, and and Kareen, who's his girlfriend, and 
but there's a love triangle between the the other three. But really, these are all cardboard cutout characters. This yeah, is yeah. not about this is not about the characters. Right. This is about the action and what's going to happen to them. So what it does feature is some absolutely awesome climbing scenes and when things because as a I'm, I'm a gym climber right and i and i and i watch these it's like and, and you're watching the anchors and the anchors giving way or they're crossing this real rickety i i did um a long time ago when i did the uh a bridge too far graphic where it shows a yeah. rickety bridge yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah, a rickety yeah. bridge that looks just like that that goes across a, a canyon yeah it's like it's cables and these wood planks and they have to walk across and of course one of the guys who's doing the climb Luik is a scaredy cat. Yeah. And he's only doing it because he's he's in love with with uh one of the girls, Chloe, who also is in love and there's Guillaume who's also in love with her. And so <laughs> there's this competition and Guillaume's this guy who looks like a young Vin Diesel, he's big kind of strapping yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Loic is the is the is the meeker guy. Sure. And so you're you as soon as this movie opens up, you're trying to figure out who's gonna die first, right? Right. Right. Um and you know, the eventually, you know, so all kinds of mishaps happen where they can't turn back because things, the bridge falls apart in a very exciting scene. It's a great, great visual. Um, and, and then they, and then they're like, you know, there's a lot of moments where they're hanging from the side of the cliff. Like, oh my God, somebody pick me up. Um, so there's the survival horror part of it. And then there's the freak with the crossbow and the bear traps who they run into. Uh, who is just this weirdo loner in the top of the in, in, in the mountains, and they think that he's a poach, you know, one of because one of the characters gets gets hit by the bear trap. Okay, and then they and they go, we'll go get help, and then they leave away, and then he gets hauled away, and they go, oh, where'd he go? <laughs> and then they're they're running around, and there's it's like really French wrong turn. It's yeah, it might be French wrong. turn. Yeah. It's, it's probably closer to French wrong turn than Hills Have Eyes because there's no radioactivity. Sure, sure. But it's like, like with a bit, little bit of the descent, only they're on the outside. Yeah, of exactly. This is the inverse. <laughs> the inverse of the descent, um, sprinkled the, the, with sense. sprinkled with wrong turn. Right, sprinkled with wrong turn. <laughs> yeah, and and so they're, they're you know of course it becomes a uh, an elimination game as as freaky guy in the woods starts claiming victims and they're you know uh, the. Uh, not to put to find a point on it, but they need somebody who can who can figure out how to navigate their way out of this situation, and they're screwed. Right. Uh, right, right, right. And you know, and they're on. It's like, and and there seems to be traps all, all over the place. It is a fun, in the way that something like Wrong Turn is fun. Sure, sure. Right. Um, so and it's, it's like like, it's survi- a, it's a, like survival horror. It is. is what, it is survival horror and yeah. hillbilly horror. Sure. Wrapped into one. Okay. It, it, and and so this is this is one for for those of you who don't want to think too much with your horror movies. Hell I just yeah. Just want to just want to see some action <laughs> and bloodshed. And you know, and some pretty people doing some actually very. The, the climbing is great too. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Because you watch and it's like they 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 probably hired these people because they were climbers first. They would climb. And, yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And acting second. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I I had I got a kick out of it. This was and again I I had this on my on my Amazon reserve because I thought yeah yeah it's like oh a climbing horror movie go figure it's right like, right and, and I'm I'm a sucker for survival horror stuff mm-hmm. uh, and and this one you what know, year the, what year was this again This is two thousand and nine two thousand nine okay. yes and it was called High Lane High Lane yeah it's kind of an and awkward no kind of a thing as as opposed to Slovakia hillbilly yeah uh, <laughs> which would have been i think a, i may not have drawn in the kind of attention but it's got you know it's got a great it's got a great um a, a poster so yeah a, fr- it's, a it's french fun. movie that doesn't make you think 
Yeah. That's a rarity. It is. There it is. And that was gonna, so I, I had to throw out a, a lowbrow one out there. Uh, after going, you know, so we went the, the goofy, absurd one, and then you get your more conventional movie, and then we'll get to my next one. Okay. Liz. All right. Well, we're going to leave. They don't have to think about it and go into <laughs> something you're going to have to think about. Um, this is one of the, you know, first in the new French extremity horror movement. This is 2002's Don Mapo in my mm. skin. Um, okay. okay. This is written, directed, and starring Marina Devon. And she plays uh, a woman named Esther who has a job she's got a great boyfriend played by Laurent Lucas who is legally required to be in 70 percent <laughs> of the French movies and um you know she has like a pretty good social life and she goes to a party one night and she's in the backyard of the party and trips over some like building supplies and cuts her leg like really bad has a big gash in her leg but she doesn't really realize it. I don't know if it's because she's had a couple cocktails or whatever. But um, after the party, you know, she starts like looking at her wound and kind of really getting in there, wondering why it doesn't hurt and is not in a rush to run to the hospital and get stitches. But she does go to the doctor and the doctor is like, hey, I don't even know why you didn't feel this. And hmm. she's like, you know, I don't know. And he's like, OK. And so. Then she starts picking at it and picking at it and cutting some other parts of her body. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, she no. becomes obsessed with, uh, you know, self-mutilation to the point that oh. it takes over her life, her job, you know, uh, uh, cuts her off from her boyfriend. And uh, uh, this one uh, just devolves uh, into a... How much you got left in your body? How much you got left? Yeah, a little uh, oh, blood fest. Um, <laughs> I know. So when we were doing this, I was like, all right, I've heard about this movie. I've heard about this movie. I've got to watch it. Um, I'm going to be honest. It is a very, very, very slow burn. Like, mm. I think in our text said, I said, I might not pick it because I'm bored. Uh, the last, like, 15 minutes made up for the first I don't know how long this movie is. Hour, yeah. hour and a half. Um, it's kind of a, a talker. Like there's a scene where she's at this work dinner, which is actually a great scene. But you're just watching her like picking at her legs underneath the table and like trying to avoid. It's it's very uncomfortable. It's very gross. It's very bloody. And it's, you know, feminist new French extreme horror. <laughs> wow. If you want to get into the new French extreme, this would probably be the least extreme because they're oh, not going to be, yeah. and you it, know. As opposed to Alain There's Tour. no torture. There's, there's no, no pun punching yeah. a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> no punching a pregnant woman. No skinning someone alive. Yeah. No, no, no rape revenge. Know, yeah. Brutal rape revenge. Yeah. So yeah. this is just a lady cutting herself. I think, you know, this one did not yeah. come a this was not on my radar at all when I was researching French horror, so that is um, good. It's hard to get a hold of as well. You is guys would probably get it because of Movie Madness. Sure. I found it on, air quotes, the internet. So <laughs> it's not streaming anywhere, really. Okay. You, you, went, you went to the dark web and, yeah. and, and dug it out from some As close to the dark web grimy, as I'll go. Yeah. yeah. You don't, don't, you better <laughs> check, scan your, your, your uh, computer for viruses. Yep, yep. No, I found it. Uh, there's a site called Effed Up Movies where you can watch <laughs> movies. Um, 
Yeah. That's where you can find you it. You want to see a we'll woman to, pick at your scabs? Make yeah. sure your pop-up blocker is that will off. That'll be our, that'll be our nef, ne, uh, next episode is fucked up movies. Fucked up movies, <laughs> yeah. I'll do that one. Yeah. I think Chris would appreciate that, too. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, so that is my top choice. This one is not terribly effed up, although there is a lot of body horror in this one. And this is what is often... True story referred to as the French 28 Days Later. This mm-hmm. is, and gosh, I'm not, I'm going to totally blank on the year it was made. I want to say like 2008. This is a French uh, science fiction horror film called Mutants. Oh. Uh, this oh, is directed by uh, filmmaker David Morlet, uh, stars Helene de Farrell and Dida <laughs> and oh, Francois <laughs> uh, We apologize in advance for all that. Sorry, France. Um, <laughs> this is it's basically a zombie film, and it starts off uh, much in the same way or as a very similar uh, pacing as 28 Days Later, uh, uh, although it's probably more closely aligned to like Dawn of the Dead in mm-hmm. that it it does come a, come across very quick and the zombies are moving very quick. They're bloodthirsty zombie creatures. These are fast moving zombies. 28 Days Later also had fast zombies. So yeah, it's the same, but was yeah. it? But were they were they dead or were they infected? Well, these are more. These are more. I, I would say they're probably on the infected side. In fact, they that is uh, a great question because that is really the 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 uh, the, the centerpiece of the film mm-hmm. is the infection because um, the film focuses around uh, a couple. Uh, Marco and Sonia, who are fleeing, obviously the mutants. They uh, and they're trying to fight their way to a military base. Uh, Marco becomes uh, infected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia is pregnant, uh, and she the the two of them find this weird sort of uh, hospital type compound mm-hmm. and are able to barricade themselves in there. And so it really is around the the whole story revolves around the infection, but it's it's basically a love story between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing I really liked about it is it plays um, kind of in the same way like a vi- you think a virus would actually play, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you know you, you 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 your fever goes up, your fever goes down. You get a little sick, you get a little better. You you know you you it's these kind of ebbs and flows as opposed to Instant I'm switch. a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there, yeah, and then that's there are I mean in like in in in, in Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. it's you know depending on the level of the bite, it's right. You know it take it takes a while to metastasize. You kind of I don't feel so good. Right. But where there are some things like. Uh, Train to Busan, where it's like nibble, nibble, ah, zombie. Yeah. You're a zombie, yeah. Five seconds later. Yeah. Right. So she, be, because of the sort of the ebb and flow of the virus, she believes that uh, she believes that she's immune uh, because she's, you know, obviously been around Marco, and she is convinced that she can cure Marco through repeated blood transfusions, and she hopes that her blood will sort of bring bring him back, and so she's in the process of both A, fighting off the zombies, B, fighting off intruders, trying to work their way to the military base, and caring for Marco, uh, you know, as he goes back and forth between being himself and then screaming uh, up and down the hallways, completely naked, covered in in blood. <laughs> and and you know it it does um it's a it's a pretty dark film but it's an interesting watch and i will say uh you know because i think 
the, the zombie genre is one that that has pretty well been tapped out. Mm-hmm. This is a wrinkle on the zombie story that I've never quite exactly seen, mm-hmm. and so I appreciated that. Yeah. I, I really did appreciate it, and it's it's a really it's really solid. It's a really solidly made film, yeah. and it's it's interesting and it's ex- it's exciting. Yeah, well, I I think with zombie movies, and this one sounds like it plays right into the in, into the strength of what you want to do is it's an it's an isol it, you take a couple of characters and you put them in isolation right in a world that's just that's that's completely come apart right, right? Yeah. and that's yeah. that is that is the essence of of the modern zombie movie right. and but you also throw in just a dash of hope right like, like they, they mm-hmm. there, there is a chance that they can make it out if that's 28 <laughs> days later right right that's yeah. 28 days later it's it certainly sort of dawn of the dead like day of the dead, Shaun of yeah. The dead. Yeah, yeah you know and granted i mean you know some of these things, it's like, is there going to be a cure or what's going on? And, yep. and I think, it, right? I think that some of these things are just like quarantines and and whatnot. But then it, it all they they always leave themselves. Zombie movies always open themselves for, and one of the zombies got loose, right? right? And then it's like, and we're going to sequel. But when right. was this done? Uh, that's right. You know, that's funny. It's funny you say that. I was just looking up mutants. Oh. Mut- I think I'm. Honest- Where do you catch this? It's streaming. Uh no, I think I watched it through our good friends at Movie Madness. Movie Madness. Two thousand nine. This is a two thousand nine film. You can watch it on Amazon if yeah. you oh, cool. so right. choose. Yeah. yeah. There was another Mutants. Saw another one uh, movie, and we talked about this briefly before we started up. Yeah. Um, a French uh, zombie movie, but it's in English, so it didn't really count as French language. But oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Night Eats the World. Yep. I thought was a. Uh, a, a beautiful sort of exploration of one person holding out against uh, against the apocalypse, and yeah. in, in almost like what what what's the, um, it was more vampires than than zombies. The Will Smith, uh, oh, I am yeah. legend, yeah, kind oh, kind of a thing where you're based on the like, Vincent Price, Matheson, last man on earth, yeah. yeah. And so it had it very much felt like that. Um, it was sad, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a little spark of hope at the end. But it looked great because it was Paris, right? yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. and I, I uh, and nobody gets thing. nobody gets slapped. No, yeah, no. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <just> <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way Will, Will, Will Smith yeah. takes on the vampires. <laughs> slap the shit out of you. <laughs> so I think we can sell that. Yeah, Chris I, Rock will do it. His next Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for my my third movie, there were a lot of lot of candidates for this. Um, I thought about going with um, climax, mm-hmm. uh, the Gaspar No movie with with the mm-hmm. dance dance plus LSD plus chaos. Um, but that was. Have you seen that? You just saw, did. Yeah. Just for this. Did you? Did you like? I I was like, eh. I, I well, I love oh, I, I, I like dance. I love did dance, you? and I okay. and I thought, you know, uh, but it was, you know, and 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 all the camera trickery, and it was it it. it you you walk into it and you go it, it's I'm gonna go on this like a music video with a with on a bad on a bad trip is what right. it, what it felt right, like. Right. Uh, I also uh, watched Calvair. Real bad. Uh, oh yeah, so, you finally watched yeah, it. Yeah, so Calvair that was good. Are you uh, scare the hell out of you? Uh no no what? Uh but I liked it. Okay. Um did, did I you? put on my dead list about that that yeah. I said 
about Calvair, I said, this is not an ordinary bridge too far for me. It's a swinging rope bridge over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> this movie, like, oh, yeah. this is hillbilly horror. Yeah. No, you, didn't, you didn't find it scary at all? I found it's it, hillbillious. I, I, found, I found it sad and frustrating for L- Laurent Lucas. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on, catch a break. Come on. No way. And it was like, it's like, nope, nope. And but the, the, the what was the thing about they said uh uh you know the, something about the piggies. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. L- L- it's like uh, I forget what the, it was there was a great there was a great tagline on that, but you know, there's something you like can't have hillbilly horror without, without sex with pigs. All right, pigs. so what did you yep. pick though? Now well, what this is yeah. not what you didn't pick. What did right. you pick? So those were a couple of not Eric's up. plus five. No, so I went I went with uh, a little, a little French Canadian film, Ooh. Uh, which happens to be Liz's favorite movie of all time. What? Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I'm 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 I watched Martyrs. What? So good job. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and so you know, I think uh, this. No, I don't need to introduce it to Mike and Liz, but no, this we is, talked about it in the smorgasbord episode. Yeah, there's, there's, don't spoil this, it. This was no. my smorgasbord. It is. It it is. I, I will give it this much. It it's an excellent movie. It is a. It is a. Uh, it is a real hard watch. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Whoa! I, hot take. I it. I respect the hell out of it, but yeah. I did not enjoy it. it okay. Was, I got it. It it it. it 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 put me in a fit of depression. Yeah, <laughs> it was really worse than Calvair. Yeah, wow. Ooh, we yeah. have different things, yeah. I guess. The, the different, just, different, know, different triggers. Tick the box. You know, I think you know. No, yeah. I, I I said something to the effect. Of, no, I I agree. I, I said something like it's it's like it's like going to the Holocaust Museum. You sh- yeah. you you should go do it. But you don't need to go back. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a one-time trip. Unless you're Liz, and you can, and that's your. I've you been know, there you're, 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 more you're, than once. <laughs> back to the well. One right. more time. It's your, it's your comfort food. Um, it is. You know, I, I love it. I, you know, I think um, that that the the opening sequence with where uh, Marlene Jean-Pinois, uh, her character's name is uh, Lucy, well, uh, when she Lucy. goes, when she. When she when she goes home, uh, uh, home invasion horror. Yeah, and you're going. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what yeah, are yeah. you What are you doing? And, yeah. and and then and it's like trying and and her, you know, the, the, and you try and find the redemption. It's like she's mad. She's haunted by something. It's like okay, I kind of get it, but still, does it justify this? And then it's like, oh, it justified. Okay, well. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. that's when it flips. That's it my flips. favorite story, thing about this. The story it one eighties. Yeah, the it, story flips to a totally different movie. It does, and it's remarkable. And and well, and it's all. It's like the the, the uh, Lucy owns the first half of the movie. Anna yeah, owns Anna. the second ha- half of the movie. Right, uh, uh, Moriana Alawi, fantastic. Both of these actresses, fantastic. They're magnetic. Now, Liz, is this still they, on your? Is this still your this number, num- one. number one still film number one. of all yep. time? Okay, yeah. yep. there you go. Uh, you this know, is, this is Eric's most depressing film of all time. It it, it was it, it was it uh, like that. Well, we're not going to talk about the ending. No, and no, I can. heard in the American remake they changed the ending. Yep. I'll never know. Because they I'll do. Never yeah. see the movie. They do. Uh-huh. Um, I think. I but th- this ending leaves it open for both. You know, yeah. Mike, when you said you thought the invitation had a ray of hope at the end, <laughs> and, Eric and I were like, you're crazy. Like, martyrs well, I don't could. Th- it depends on how depends you... Depends on how you define ray of hope. Define, or what that... <laughs> what that uh, I, I, we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There well, there is, there is something. There is the... 
one of the antagonists um, who is the lady. The, 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 yeah, what they refer they just to her, her as her like yeah the madam or something. Yeah, and 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 she she issues a cryptic statement. There's a there's a little bit of something that somebody says to something else, and something cryptic gets said, and it's like. And then you go, Mademoiselle. Well, yeah, she's yeah. Mademoiselle. Who yeah. looks fantastic? I think she's got a great look, right? That the turban and the glasses and that real, the real yeah. jowly kind of. And she's she's menacing without being outright scary. Uh, Catherine Bigon is her name, and unfortunately, she has since passed away. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But it 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 was one of those things where, it, and it has you. It's like, and that that was one of those things that it had me sitting afterwards. And I was just sitting there for about fifteen minutes trying to compress, decompress, and figure that out. Yeah. Right. Um. And. And you, I can see how that, that you know, it, it, like the, what is the nature of martyrdom and mm-hmm. and and the ascension and what are these, what are these, what is this cult trying to do? Why are they? He's like, and it makes too much spoils. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's, it's a, I will say this: it is a real thinker, and I had to go and read up quite a bit about it after I saw it because yeah. I. I think I understood everything that was happening in right. the film, but there's so many layers to it. You really do need to do a little bit of extra mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. to fully, I think, fully appreciate yep. what's yep. what's going on. Yeah, I think this was one where you know, I, I, with all the talk of of torture porn, yeah, uh, and this one predates all the all the the a lot of the, the that stuff. Where, yeah, where this is this is it's to an end, right? This is this is right. what are they it's not doing? Torture it, porn. It, in a way, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's similar in that it is really hard to watch, and the repetition is really hard to watch, and you're trying to you're trying to piece it together. What are they doing? What are they? Mm-hmm. Why 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 are you guys doing this? And uh, and then you go and and it, and it and it resolves. So you're uh, saying you're saying it is torture porn, or it's not. It's or it's maybe clearly it is. it's torture. Okay, clearly yeah, it's. I mean, it's there's a, torture. It's the most tortury of torture. <laughs> uh, it is, but I you know I I. I have found that I have a stronger stomach than I actually I anticipated. Um, it made me uncomfortable. I couldn't, but it, it didn't make me run away from the TV. I thought I thought there was going to be, I thought there was going to be a moment where I just would have to abandon ship. Right. Um, uh, but I, I held on, and it was. So we're putting this on Eric's uh, films. He's ashamed. He's seen. No, no. I, I I thought it was. I thought it. I thought it was an excellent movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not enjoy it. There's sure. a difference. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think right, there's all right, all there's right, a few of these things right. where, unlike, say, Cannibal Holocaust, where Love I did it. not enjoy it. What? And <laughs> I didn't think, and I, 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 you know, relative, it's like, I just felt, that one made, watching Cannibal Holocaust made me feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> where this one, this one was just, the philosophy behind it, it was a lot of. There's a deep sadness in it, mm-hmm. um, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And 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 you know, and and the bonds that that Anna and Lucy have is unbreakable. Yeah. I there was something that I and we can talk about it afterwards. There were things that I thought were going to happen that did not happen. Right. I thought it was setting it up for. I, I there, there were some things that I thought were going to happen, and and I'd have to say it's like I wasn't disappointed that it did. That it, I was surprised that it didn't happen, but yeah, resolution. Anyways. All right, uh, martyrs. It's it is a, mm-hmm. it's sort of a, it, it's a must see. It, it's it's one of those ones that you have you, that that for for all serious horror fans, you got to get that one under your belt. Eric Lee says, oh, sure. date night movie, rush out and watch <laughs> Martyrs. Watch it with someone who you love or hate. It's yeah. on uh, Tubi, and I think it's on Shutter too. But I know it's on Tubi for free. All right, no well, let's, 
Liz, let's go. Let's go down our list of okay. French foreign language films. You go I first, Liz. Started with 2020's La Nuit, The Swarm. Then I have 2019's stupidly named Get In, but in French it's Fury. And 2002's Dans Ma Peau, In My Skin, as my number one choice. All right. I started with the uh, 2006 film Them, moved on to the 1955 uh, film Les Diaboliques, and closed out the evening with the 2009 film Mutants. And um, so my my grab bag was the 2019 Quentin Dupuy absurdist horror film Deerskin, Wacky, and Strange. Yeah, you had a real grab yeah. bag. Uh, I, I, I had the 2009 uh, Abel Ferry movie High Lane, which is action survival hillbilly horror. And uh, I close out with the uh, uh, the classic French, the, 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 the bar setting French extremism film Martyrs by uh, Pascal Logier and... Uh, yeah, and 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 that one that one will change you. <laughs> that movie will that like it or not, that movie will change you a li- at least a little. Yep. So, um, Spe- uh, speaking of changing you, there you know there there is a film that I didn't talk about, uh, and since since we're on to plus mm-hmm. ones or plus fives, mm-hmm. uh, there's a nineteen se- there's a nineteen seventy one film called Don't uh, Don't Deliver Us from Evil, as opposed to Deliver Us from Evil. Yep. Don't deliver us from evil. Uh, it's not. It's not terribly a great uh, film. Uh, it, it involves two two young women who are dabbling in Satanism. It's a super slow burn. But Liz, I'm here to tell you, mm-hmm. there might be a Saint Maud ripoff because it concludes oh. in the exact the same, same way as Saint Maud. So, for those of you out there that have listened to the podcast and have gone out and watched Saint Maud, if you liked the ending of Saint Maud, which is pretty damn jarring, <laughs> uh, yeah, check out "Don't Deliver Us from Evil" nineteen seventy one. When was this? Nineteen seventy one. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sort of loosey goosey kind of grindhousey, <laughs> you know, sort of uh, sleazy. Early early seventies, yeah, French <laughs> French film, but it's you know it's it's pretty decent, and it does the the ending is the ending is super freaky, really weird, really right, really weird. Yeah. All right, I want to do a plus one. Okay. Then, yeah. Um, because this is a cool little mystery <clears throat> thriller that I've had on my Netflix watch list for quite a while, and said, let me just get in here and do it, and it's called La Femme La Plus Assassinée du Monde. The most assassinated woman in the world. And <laughs> this is a movie that is loosely based on the real life of Paula Maxa, who is an actress in the Grand Guignol Theater in Paris. And the Grand Guignol Theater um, was a theater that before the cinema put on naturalistic horror shows that the audience would go to and they'd, you know, put like sheets over themselves or in the front row because you're going to get splattered with blood. And th- what I liked about this movie is they're talking about the depraved people who are going to this and sitting in here and watching it. I was like, hey, that's us. You know, before we had the movies, we would be sitting in there. But this is like a fictitious, you know, thing where they're saying there's also a killer stalking the streets of Paris who's obsessed with the actress. But it had some cool historical 
you know, plot points and worth checking out if you're into horror. It's more of a thriller, but there's definitely lots of blood and gore. What was this? Right. What was this one again? It's on stage. The most it's called assassin- the most assassinated woman in the world because she has <laughs> killed ten thousand times on stage. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna do. And I've talked about these movies plenty, uh, but they are. If you're talking French horror. High tension, yeah, and raw. Mm-hmm. I've got. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah. Those, well, you can are, read. Those, we've got plenty of my that. My dead kind of stuff. list. There you go. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My Check dead out list, Liz's I'll dead stand list. by it. Yeah, because yep. it's Martyrs, Alentirier, High Tension, Ill, Frontiers. I put raw on there for Eric. Yay. Climax. Trouble every day, yeah. and then Alleluia and Calvair. From okay, Belgium. I was going to say, did you have Calvair in there? There you go. Okay. Good list. Good list. So uh, I'm going to take the opportunity also uh, because we are approaching. By the time this thing gets recorded, uh, we're going to be closing in on Halloween season. I'd like to remind everybody to go see Halloween Ends. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> that is not. No, there's. <laughs> Wait, what? Want, want to talk with one about one of our uh, our sponsors here, Atmos FX? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this is the time. If you want to start setting up your Halloween uh, Halloween gear, is to get to get it. A, get yourself an Atmos FX projector and a bunch of projecting ghosts and zombies and pump yeah. and and dance and and singing pumpkins. It is uh, you can go you can get a discount uh, by use if you use uh, uh, scariest things and uh, you can find the advertisements on our site Atmos FX. Uh, some of the, the the if you want to upstage the entire neighborhood. On your Halloween night, get yourself one of their digital projectors and their uh, and their animations. Uh, it will it will change the way that you you prep for Halloween for sure. Yep. Hell yeah! So uh, so I think also going to close out here with a tagline from Martyrs. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Which I think is this is one the, I didn't the, even know the they tagline, had a tagline. The tag the, the tagline is it's a thinky tagline. It's a great thinky tagline. They haven't finished. Being alive. Yeah. Uh. Or you could take the tagline from Deerskin, which is killer style. Yeah. (laughs) Take your pick. (laughs) Merci. Au revoir. Au revoir.